Hey! So, welcome listeners. We are here today. Uh, Deanna cannot join today, but the lovely cousin Mary, Deanna's lovely cousin, is here to talk about Love is Blind Season 2. We've been waiting so long for this. (laughs) We have been, I know, I feel like I've been, I should have been taking notes on like all the different things that I've thought about over the season because it's just crazy. Like it it was so different than season one. It really like they had the same concept, but the people they got were just completely different. Like, and I think it made for another amazing season. I was like, I mean, they must've been looking for like literally narcissists, right? <laughs> oh, they got so, they, they, the amount of people on that show that was just like, I was legitimately concerned about because beyond the premise being a red flag to join us for, (laughs) everything else was like, you had Shake, obviously, villain number one. Wow. Um, Shane. Yeah. I I don't know what to make of this guy, but yeah, Shane is for sure in villain territory, I think. I have some Reddit rumors that I can (gasps) Okay. 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 Let's get into that. We we do need to... to talk about Shake and Deep D though, because yeah, we got to talk about every yeah, but yeah, okay, let's talk about the rumor, Shane. Let me see. So, sh- the rumor about Shane is that he got he got caught multiple times with cocaine. Not a surprise. The least surprising <laughs> thing that ever happened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, let me find the one. Uh, they said that D- that Ayana and Jarrett were the nicest people. The producers and their family was the best. That was like their their okay on them. Um, hold on, there were, there were other good ones. I mean, that was kind of my thought with Shane was like, he just seemed like overly like, like he was on coke, like most of the time, especially in the pods, especially in the pods. And then like the way that he was just like the, the, the body motions and the eye and the eyes, I was like, what's going on? I know it's just like. And the fact that Natalie just like was okay with all of that. I think that she, I think for her, she saw like the opposite of herself. Like I think that she's probably heard from boyfriends that she's super uptight and she's too hard with all this stuff. And Mm -hmm. I think he's just an overreaction to her wanting to be more fun. It just, I would just see the chaos behind the eyes and be like, I made a huge mistake. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Natalie seems fun, though, yeah. you know, like she seems like she's not just like a like a I don't know, whatever sh- picture she was trying to paint of herself of like, oh, I'm not that extroverted or whatever. But she yeah. seemed like she got along with everyone. She was outgoing. Like, I just OK. I mean, I'm trying to think about like picture like what happened during that fight. And like, yeah, I think we've all been there if we've been in a relationship where maybe you've had too much to drink um, maybe or whatever. You make contact with a single ball at your bachelor party and then you go <laughs> home and you spiral. Oh my God, that, I forgot about that. <laughs> the fact that he like couldn't let that go. He's and then he's like, oh, but I love Natalie and I'm definitely going to marry her. It's like, down in his the- slippery shoes. I can't do anything. <laughs> He was like so mad at Sally. Yeah, that was so ridiculous. It was so funny. Yeah, I mean, I'm just like, 
I'm imagining he said like some pretty vile things to Natalie. Yeah. I mean, even the stuff that she shared that was like, you're the worst thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. Um, You make me hate myself. Like those things would be like so awful to hear. Um, I I can't even imagine because they, they, they're not going to, it's the same thing they did with shake. They're not going to show the worst stuff because they're not going to put someone like totally irredeemable on TV, but yeah. Um, yeah, it sounds pretty bad. Shane is not normal at all. And I'm I'm not surprised that that happened the night before their wedding, per se. Like, no. it just seemed like it was sort of like going to happen at some point. And it's kind of like, thank goodness it happened before she couldn't turn back. 100%. Yeah, I think she I think she was close to saying yes, despite other red flags. And then he just really crossed the line. And I think like her talking to her dad and, and being reminded how sweet her dad is. I think that oh kind my of God. Really her, turned it around for her. I, her dad is like MVP. So <laughs> cute. So the cute. way that he was so accepting of the whole thing when she I told know. him and just like truly supportive of his daughter is mm-hmm. like, that's the kind of parent I want to be because you could tell that he also like, wasn't gonna let her like make the wrong decision per no, se or anything no. like that but he just had to like um, trust her. it's also like shane was clearly making up shit when he was like i shouldn't have like in the pod when he had that whole conversation with shana that was weird after he got engaged also like what was his reaction at the reunion when they asked him to talk about him and shana he was like I'm I, not commenting on it. I, it I know weird. that was so weird. And Shayna was like, "Why are you being so weird?" <laughs> she was giving. So before um, I watched the reunion, Mary, t- was it you who yeah. was like, "She looks like Trump <laughs> she when she like squints." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she even has like the same like face coloring and like the lips yeah. kind of look the same and stuff. Yeah. And, and she probably and I, voted for him, so it works. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she. She was, I was, I didn't know what to make of that. I was like, they probably definitely like hooked up. I think they definitely hooked up. And I think she has this like Christian persona she's trying to put out there now. So she's not going to say anything. Yeah. And then he, um, and then he doesn't want it to come out because I think he like still wants a shot with Natalie. You think he really does? Like his Instagram post to her after the show ended was so freaking emotional and like had all <gasps> what these. Did it? I missed it. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, the final rumor I want to bring up that we'll obviously talk about is yes. Jake wanted to humiliate Deep D at the wedding, but the producers hated him so much. They told her that, we, that he was going to say no and to break it off. Oh. <gasps> he wanted to humiliate her? Yeah, like, he wanted to be the one to say no. Okay. Um, I have so much to say about this. Um, Evil. What was the, the last thing about Shayna and Shane, though, is just like, and it sort of ties. I do want to talk about Ayana and Jarrett, too, because mm-hmm. when Patrick and I were watching it, we were both kind of like, mm, I'm not sure they're going to last. Uh, the body language was way off at the, at the, oop. At the reunion. And it was so hard watching that clip back with him yeah. and um, what's her name? Oh, um, my God, I already Mallory. Forgot. Oh, and Mallory. And like, I, like Patrick said it and I agree with him. He's like, that's like just like watching your partner cheat on you, basically. A hundred percent. Because at that point, all they had was they were all days away from being engaged to each other. So it's like it's still so fresh. 
And so for him to be yeah. like, I would have done that for you. I would have done it. Like that's, that's fucked up. Like, and then why they're would like calling it? each other pet names? And I know it was really hard to watch. Even <laughs> Vanessa, especially- <laughs> Vanessa Lachey was like, I feel like such a dick. You just said you didn't want to watch with him. And then we just made you watch with him. <laughs> I know we need to talk about the hosting because it was off the chain. Um, I think it should be Cameron and Lauren personally at this point because they're such a success story. But when Shake was hitting on Vanessa, (laughs) Shake came after vets. (laughs) (laughs) And and today there's all this stuff about how like Shake has now like retaliated at Nick being like do you even know like that it's harder to become a vet than like a human doctor and like all I mean textbook narcissism from this man and also missing the point like the reason he made that comment (laughs) is because he was saying you you don't know how to deal with people so it makes sense that you became a doctor for dogs it's not like It's not like he's saying, oh, you're dumb, so you're a vet. Everyone knows that vets are smart, but... Yeah. Ah, okay. Oh, so I found the Shane Shane post. Oh, yeah, the Shane post. He wrote a lot. He was like, you are the most beautiful soul, and and you really brought out the best in me as a man. As a man, again, watching our story (laughs) over again, I'm remorseful for my actions, and all I can do is learn from them and be a better man. Said man three times in the same sentence. (laughs) Um, And then he says... To put some rumors to rest, Shane and I are cordial and have hung out in group gatherings with Natalie, but we never had nor will ever have a romantic relationship. That's it. Well, all I want to say is his reaction after she said no immediately after was, again, one of anger. Uh And he was like, you know, I just really have to think about it, like if Mm -hmm. we can make this work and. I mean, she just said no to me. So, like, how are we going to come back from that? And, like, it was just so, like, it wasn't remorseful. It was just, like, no. and I just, uh, every minute he was on the screen, the twitching and the everything, it was just, like, I don't know. It did make it was a good lot. TV at the reunion because I do feel like his face said what I wanted to say about yeah. Jake, like, where he was just very, like, <laughs> he's like, I can't, I'm doing a, a a physical gag on a podcast, but he was like, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. Um, okay. So shake and deep D because I was so excited to see these two on here. Emotional over them at the beginning. I know. And I was like, Oh, like finally we're seeing like a South Asian couple and they're, Mm -hmm. and these are two people who like haven't dated South Asians before and all the complexities with that. And then it was like suddenly realizing like love is blind is weird to everyone except for like South Asian people who (laughs) who have arranged marriages. (laughs) I thought that was funny because everyone was panicking about telling their parents and shake and deep D were like, Oh no, our parents like wanted this from the beginning they wouldn't yeah they're gonna, they're gonna be thrilled like he's indian yeah. she's indian like that's basically the number one criteria is like yeah. are they brown <laughs> they talked like way longer than than deep d's parents did before before they got married so it definitely wouldn't seem like this concept was wild to them no i mean it's like you know my parents have definitely not with me but with my um, one of my brothers have definitely been like, there's this Indian girl who lives in Ohio that we met once and we think you should marry her. <laughs> it's like, okay. That's a little different. Like, Yeah. It's just like, you don't need to meet her even like, just get married. It's yeah. fine. And it's like, okay, that's kind of what went on here. But the thing that I feel so mad about is like, and I'm going to like, I'm going to, this is hard for me to do, mm-hmm. but I feel like, I sympathize with Shake on some mm. level because 
there is a lot of internalized racism yeah. going on. And I know that I have struggled with this too in my dating life. Mm-hmm. I've even made comments on this podcast kind of like, well, I was never around brown people growing up, so I'm just not attracted to them. And I've even had the thought, like similar to some of his comments, like, you know, Indian men always just remind me of my brothers and yeah. that's weird to me. And it's like seeing him say those things made has made me realize like some of the ways in which I'm playing out, like my own uh-huh. internalized racism. And so I really have like, obviously I'm going to like sort of feel for him in that yeah. way. And I think it's like some, and I don't think it's anyone's fault that these things happen. Like it's just sort of yeah. the results of the world we live in. Yeah. I think it's um, very, it's very much like down to socialization. Like if you look at like his friends that he asked to attend his bachelor party, they were all white people. So he's founded yes. by all white people all the time. And like, he has these amazing parents that had this like love story where they, I think they were arranged too. And he's just like, you want to be so different from your parents, which is something like I can, you know, I can't relate to, you know, internalized racism, you know, as a white person, but I definitely did feel like sympathetic to him up until a point because, you know, what you're talking about, you're speaking like more generally, he was directing it at like a person. A person. Yeah. making it yeah, he was making it very personal towards her and he was making it all about appearance. Like he was never saying like he kept making it about her size and like yeah. he was so obsessed with her when he first saw her. And then he was like I know. No. Well, what the hell was that? And I no idea. It's just like and I think the most revealing thing at the reunion that makes me feel like he truly went for deep D and did it all because like truly to just like get more Instagram followers and have clout was like that comment when he was like, this is off the record, but like, can we just admit that like, we're all on here just to like be on the show longer. And like, maybe they made it like maybe Shayna and Kyle like stayed on longer because they just wanted to have more airtime. It's like, okay, so shake, that's what you were doing. Yeah. Right. Like you're basically outing yourself. yourself. And I agree with him about Shayna and Kyle, but I'm like, you really watch these people go through this process and you think like Danielle wasn't doing it to get married. You think like everybody agrees with you that they're all there for screen time. It's like, he just, yeah, he's so narcissistic and self-centered that he thinks that his thoughts are what everybody is thinking. Yes. And he thinks he can do no wrong. And I just like, I loved his mom because his mom was like, he doesn't deserve anything that you're giving her. Yeah. I'm kind of like, <laughs> like you're an ass. Parents fault. Something else happened to this guy along the way that he just thinks the world revolves around him. Oh, I mean, he's an only child, which like sometimes oh, that can happen. Um, But also, I mean- it's just like disappointing because mm-hmm. again, it's like, and they were showing growth. They were yeah. showing him be like, you know, I'm realizing that I'm like trying to ask all these women about what they look like. And that's like, not really what the point of this is. And it's making me like challenge myself and whatever. And I'm just like, you were just saying all that shit to yeah. look good on camera. Like yeah. the whole time you're thinking about what is my edit going to be? Yeah. How do I make my story look believable? Like I'm going to choose the Indian woman knowing that I'm not going to say yes because I'm not attracted to any Indian women. Yeah. And like, it's just, I don't know. Like, yeah, so disappointing. <laughs> so it's so disappointing. And like the comments that he made about Deep D, he never said them direct to camera. He was always saying it in hushed tones to someone else on the side. Mm-hmm. So I think that he like was really trusting producers that they weren't going to show things like that. And if it was worse behind closed doors, I can't even imagine the things he said to her at night in their apartment when the cameras weren't there. Like, I, oh, it must have been so awful. 
And she, so she went on Nick Vial's podcast mm-hmm. and like Nick loves her. And I'm going to say it now, deep D for Bachelorette. hundred <laughs> percent. That would be incredible. Oh my gosh. Um, She, so she was like, yeah, you know, it wasn't like he didn't tell me he wasn't attracted to me. Like we had conversations about it and he didn't like, he didn't say like that flat mm-hmm. out, but he would be like, you know, there's no smart, there's there's spark, there's no like physical connection, all of these things. But it's like even that is like I don't it's so hard to hear. It's so hard to hear. And I don't like he must have also I don't know what he was doing. And I'm yeah. not sure how he thought that having multiple conversations with people about not being attracted to her wouldn't show up. Like he said this to his mom. Yeah. He told it. He told it. Yeah. He told his mom. And it's like, also, how does that make your mom feel? Like she's an Indian woman and she's like this example for you. And you've decided that you don't aren't attracted to Indian women point blank. Yeah. And I mean, she was like, I'm on deep D side. So I'm like, I'm, It's not her fault. So I don't know whose fault it is. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, like, yeah, I think she in her moment put herself in deep these shoes and has Mm -hmm. probably felt similar things as a brown woman, which I can totally relate with, like living in white spaces like you don't feel attractive. Yeah. And then to have your son say that is just it's really disheartening. and, um, And yeah, I mean, I do. While I saw like parts of myself in him, I feel like. I don't see, I wouldn't like lie about yeah. stuff on the air. Like you wouldn't do any of it. He was just, cloud. yeah, you're not like I a, just... a nar- cloud chasing narcissist. So it's like, that's where the, <laughs> the comparison kind of ends. I think like, I'm feeling like really guilty about like some of the, some of the thoughts I've had seeing his story yeah. on the screen. And, and, you know, for that, like, I'm sort of like happy that we saw his mm-hmm. story in a way, but I mm-hmm. also am kind of like, is this authentic? Because he was clearly lying the whole time. Yeah. Because it's like, is he, has he had any reflection about what he said? Because he said, yeah, I changed. And he goes, yeah, I admit I didn't change. It's like, so what is the truth? Yeah, like, I, it, I bet he did change and he just didn't get what he wanted out of the process. So he wants to make it a joke. Because he even said, I'm having a really hard time taking this all seriously. seriously. And, it's uh, and like, that was so offensive. So offensive. It's like two people are married from this show. And it's yeah. like, yeah, no, they, they, they are. I do think they're insane as a viewer. I would never sign up for this experience. <laughs> And I think the theme of the show this year was they should have just gone to therapy instead. But (laughs) him saying that to people that also participated in it is so messed up. It's so messed up. And he has no self-awareness that that would be messed up, I think. Um, And... I mean, <laughs> we were joking before we recorded this. I was, and I didn't have time to do this, but I wanted to like write down every <laughs> offensive thing he said during the reunion so that we could like rank them. Yeah. I mean, the part where he, after this like three minute rant of all these things that were offensive, and he's like, the only person I'm attracted to is Vanessa. And <laughs> so crazy. And she's like, and she- and she goes, and I've done nothing but berate you. So what does that say about your relationship? And I was like, very good point, Vanessa. <laughs> very good point. She lost it on him. She was pissed. Like, oh my gosh. She was so mad. And Shake wrote in his post today that like you need like the hosts need to think about being like better at being objective or like not like not being biased and it's like I don't know I think a host has every right to like yeah call shit out they were there the whole time you literally baited them like you 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 were in you were being incredibly antagonistic to them so what are they gonna do just be like oh yeah Nick Lachey's gonna be like yeah cool hit on my wife in front of me like what 
No. <sighs> oh my god. And like I let me look at his follower count because I feel like it's almost as high as um Deep D's is. And I'm certain he bought followers. I bet you his ratio so? is like messed up. Like he Wait. he probably has low levels of engagement. Let's see here. Did you see his post with Shayna though? No. What I did felt he say? like he had her on his shoulders and I just couldn't help but feel like that was a dig at at Deep D. Because that was like what okay. he asked her was like, if I go to a festival with you, can I hold you on my shoulders? And she was like, uh, maybe, I don't know. And then he posts a picture with Shana on his shoulders. And it's like, Shana, stop being such a pick me and just be a friend. Don't I'll pose for a picture with this man. <laughs> I know, because she's also posting all these pictures like Deep Tea's her best friend. Yeah. And that's like not what you do. No. Okay, so I don't think he's, I think his profile is gone i was I just can't trying to find, find too. it i can only find that fan page that i'm pretty sure is him shake chatter chatterjee not yeah yes not sh- okay <laughs> okay so so we'll never know <laughs> um we'll never know deep t i'm so, so the only really positive part of all this okay deep t is 760k which oh, is she's gonna be at a million so quickly oh my god like so I'm so disappointed in him. I feel mm-hmm. like he gives brown men a bad name mm-hmm. and brown people a bad name. But then you have Deepy, who yeah, is she like he does a ton of redeeming for everybody. <laughs> I mean, she you can just sometimes you can just tell like someone is a, just a good person. Oh, there's and, like, so much warmth that comes from her. It's like and and so yeah. much thoughtfulness, even when he was being so mean to her. Like she still was like taking time to explain to him mm-hmm. why people were getting mad at him. Exactly. And she was so open. And she said on Nick's po- podcast, you know, like one of my maybe like worst and best traits is that I always try to like see the good in people. And like you can really see that in her. Like she always kind of like takes the high road, it seems like. Yeah. And like even at the reunion when like Sh- Shake was being such an asshole and she was just kind of sitting there being quiet. Yeah. And then she finally had her chance to talk and she was just like, you know, she's just like so well spoken and she's just like, I fucking hate you, but yeah. in nicer words. Yeah. She definitely like gained a lot of like, I think from start to finish, she gained a lot of self love. Like she really, yeah. Because I think that she had some internalized racism issues to work through as well. Absolutely. And yeah. I think that she really did. Like from what I could see, is she really like, you know, took to heart what she was thinking and, and, you know, really worked on loving herself instead of just being, you know, constantly feeling inferior because she doesn't match like what the beauty standard is in this country. Yeah. She's so beautiful. She Um, is. She is. And like that, that's a really good example. Like I'd like to, (laughs) this is me and my guilt talking again, because I do think they bonded maybe on this topic of I've only dated white people and like whatever. Like she clearly was like, I've fallen in love with this person and he's Indian. Mm -hmm. And when she met him, she was like into it. Like it was was stoked. Yeah. Yeah. And like, she was like immediately attracted to him and all this stuff. And it was clearly because she like had created this connection and like, she was able to break down those walls Mm -hmm. and because she really like gave it a shot and she wasn't lying to all of us when she, yeah, she was just being her, she had nothing to worry about when the show came out like when Shane no. opened being like I'm worried about the edit it's like if you're yourself and you're authentic you don't have to worry about the edit exactly and it's like there's just there wasn't like literally I don't think if they looked for a bad piece of something about her they could have found it I don't think they could find it and um 
Okay. Yeah, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I think if I was going to put you on a scale, I'd put you with deep D and not with shake. Because <laughs> I just think it's, imp- I think what you're saying is super important. Like, people do struggle with, with, you know, feeling these, like, you know, feeling internalized racism, feeling like internalized misogyny, all these different things. And like, yeah. with deep D, I think she had internalized fat phobia going on as well. Absolutely. Her yeah. time, she was a big person. So I think, like, you're your self-reflection, I think that that you're not shake. So I don't want you to feel- (laughs) Thanks. That's like the validation. (laughs) I think I'm sitting here being like, oh my God, am Am I I shake? No, you're deep D. You're 100% deep D. (laughs) Yeah. Because honestly, I mean, doing this podcast for the past couple of years has forced me to like think about this issue a little bit more and like- And now I'm just like, oh, there's like plenty of brown people I think are like super hot. And that I've always like, if I really think about it, I always have. Yeah. It's just like, you know, the stories we tell ourselves because like maybe on some level I'm guilty for not being with an Indian person or I feel guilty Mm -hmm. about not being in a relationship with another brown person or Mm -hmm. like, you know, I don't know. It's it's complicated. And this is not a therapy session for me, but (laughs) (laughs) It can um, be. <laughs> but but like I think it does illustrate like Love is Blind was able to bring out a story that yeah. like allowed me as a South Asian American to like really reflect on my yeah. experience. And I like really appreciate that about because the we're show. Not, we're not getting that from a lot of other shows. Like Tammy, who was on The Bachelor mm-hmm. um, and then Bachelor in Paradise, she announced that she's leaving the show. She's not doing it anymore. Good and for her. Like, I'll be out of contract in April. And she was like specifically brought up Love is Blind and is like, the system of The Bachelor is so antiquated and so rooted in misogyny and racism. Yeah. They're never going to be able to tell stories the way Love is Blind is because it's a modern show. And because it's like, mm-hmm. you know, the concept is absolutely bonkers and it's very heteronormative <laughs> and maybe they can like figure a way around that. Yeah. Um, But what they're addressing with like race and I mean, kind of body image, they did cut the plus size women in the first episodes, but yeah. um, having conversations with like, you know, Danielle and Deep D talking about like how they yes. still carry that weight with them. And like, you know, where, where like you find yourself like kind of resonating with Deep D, I'm like resonating with, with Danielle, even though she's like mm-hmm. you know, bonkers and desperately needs, <laughs> desperately, desperately needs a therapist that like, but you gotta you love her a little bit somehow. I don't know what you, it is. You do. You do. I think it's just like, she seems so much better at the reunion, so I think she did this last year in therapy for sure. Um, she deserves better than Nick. I really don't like Nick. He he does love gossip a lot, which I, <laughs> I it's true. Like, he was, he remember was the him number on the one gossip. Remember him on the beach? He goes, "Oh my god, <laughs> Natalie's freaking out." <laughs> He's like going around to everyone, like kind of like slumping down and like getting really soft. He's like, so I heard. (laughs) I literally could not imagine me going up to Ethan and him being like, wait, tell me. (laughs) Yeah, they do have like some nerdy similarities that Mm -hmm. I think bond them. Um, But yeah, so that's interesting that you see yourself in her um, story a little bit. Deep. Like just deep rooted, like in, I haven't gone through the weight loss that she's gone through, but I do have like some body image issues and just like seeing the way that it like reflects in a much like, you know, it's real TV, So everything's amplified it so mm-hmm. crazy where she's like her 
boyfriend goes out for one night without her and she's like, he's going to find someone more attractive than me. And yeah. I definitely like, I've been in therapy for a while now, so I don't do that anymore. Yeah. You know, luckily for my boyfriend, but I just feel like <laughs> I can definitely resonate with, with acting like that and knowing you're saying something crazy out loud and not being able to stop saying it. Like yes. being like, I was in the, I never did this, but like I was in the closet for three hours crying and it's like, she immediately was probably like, I shouldn't have said that. So now I'm going to double down. <laughs> I know. I actually felt like that first fight that after that whole thing, like I've totally been there before, uh-huh. especially like in the beginning of a relationship, like and where things are so heated on so many levels, so many levels. And you've just had food poisoning for two days. Oh, you, my God. Vomiting and shitting in front of a person you barely know. <laughs> and that's real love. OK, that's like the love. fact. Yeah. <laughs> That that was something that I shouldn't have discounted that, you know, he he went through that and he still wanted to marry her. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, I would be like insecure, too. I'd be like, "Uh, yeah, Yeah. like I had something similar like that happen on like my third day with my I have a really bad beef allergy. And I think I got exposed to it on our like third date. And I was like, (laughs) he was like driving back from dinner. He's like, I'm going to pop in a car wash. And I was like, I need to go to your apartment right now. I was like, I need you to watch TV very loudly. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a sign of true love. I, I really do. Strength. You gotta get you gotta get that out of the way early. But yeah, because that's gonna, gonna, it's in your future no matter it's what. It's gonna happen and you're gonna have a kid that does it even more. So yeah. Get it out of the way. Uh, yeah, exactly. Once the kids come along, even like animals, like yeah. it's a whole situation. My dog had diarrhea on the floor today. So oh, there yeah. you go. It's all around us all the time. I know. It doesn't even phase me anymore. It's really <laughs> unreal. Um, yeah, they're interesting, but that's that's interesting that Tammy said that back to kind of like yeah. the differences between these two big dating shows now, mm-hmm. like The Bachelor franchise and Love is Blind. It is like it is a new fresh take. And yeah, and I think that they've somehow captured like a formula that could work for a while. Like mm-hmm. the new show that they mentioned at the end of the reunion sounds the ultimatum. Oh, it sounds so messy. Like it just sounds like it's like Temptation only- Island kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think it's that kind of vibe and like their reasoning for hosting it is like Vanessa gave Nick an ultimatum. Like, I don't know if that's like, I don't know. I just. And that whole concept does not sit well with me, like as someone who has chosen to remain unmarried, like something about like, like, sure, if you want commitment, like that's something. But But like attaching. Yeah. (laughs) Not on the same page. And you're never and like go date someone else to be like, well, if you don't choose me, I'm gonna like have sex with this other person. It's like, what? I'm absolutely gonna watch, but it's gonna be. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see when we get there. I'm, I'm sort of like, can I do this? I don't know. I probably will, but (laughs) yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I do think that like. Love is blind when it comes to races, like race as a concept that we're trying to explore in these dating shows, like Natalie and Shane, and that like it couldn't have been a surprise to Shane that she yeah. was Asian and that he was white. Like I would imagine you would maybe say those basic things mm-hmm. about yourself, like Shake and Deep Deep telling yeah. each other they're Indian. I mean, their names gave it away, but yeah, yeah, I think that she definitely would have had to have told him because 
um, my own bias about Shane and the kind of man I'm lumping him in with, <laughs> I don't think the reaction would have been as chill as it was with him if he yeah. was caught off guard that she wasn't white. I also think like if they had that conversation, it would have given context to why he was like so into sexualizing Shayna mm. um, and mm-hmm. didn't really have that same like energy towards Natalie. And yeah. maybe it was better he didn't because they actually got to build a connection and they like were the ones in the relationship, not him and Shayna. But I think he just like maybe didn't sexualize her because of like, yeah. I'm just being super biased towards him and, and white men in general, but I don't know. Yeah. It's a safe space to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think that, yes, it is. <laughs> I think there's probably a lot of truth to that. And mm. um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was also interesting, like Sal and Mallory connecting on their Hispanic heritage yeah. and um Whereas it seemed it seemed like both of them did they say anything about their dating history? Maybe they I, didn't. I just remember Mallory saying like Jarrett seems like more like the people she usually dated, and I didn't know if that was like in relationship to her being like a sports girl or. Yeah. Um, I hated yeah. that, so I'm just like being very sarcastic <laughs> about it. <laughs> Any girl who describes herself as a guy's girl is not my kind of girl. Yeah, just no, your room. nope, nope. <laughs> Just say no. That's going to be a hard pass for me. Thanks. <laughs> um, so I don't know if she meant like, you know, physically or if she meant like with the attitude around around sports. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, that was sort of unclear. And maybe I'm just like having revisionist memory. Um, but uh, <laughs> Patrick and I agree that Mallory was the most evil person on the show. I 100% agree with you. I thought she was right? so manipulative. She I was, was kind of so like, manipulative. She should be thankful to Shake because we really didn't, like, that- we didn't even get into it. Like, she gaslit the shit out of Sal. Oh I also think God. he was a little bit sus. I think we brushed over the ex-girlfriend yes. dropping by the sister's house, like, a little bit too quickly. Yep. But like, even in that argument, she still found a way to gaslight him. It was the way her skill in turning things Mm -hmm. around to make it look like he had done something wrong when he was just trying to get to the bottom of like an insecurity he had. He was so nice about it, too. You know, it was like, what the hell is going on here? And she kept it. She did it at the reunion like three times. She kept doing it. And I think it's because she uses a super calm voice. Nobody gets like, nobody gets alarmed about it. And then you unpack it later and you're like, wait, no, that was like, she was so wrong. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh yeah, no, Sal sucks. Like what? And the part where she's trying to explain the conversation with Jarrett, she's like, well, we had just like come off of this really intense thing and I like needed to talk about it. It's like, that wasn't like you needed to talk about it. That was like literally flirting yeah. with someone else like after you have gotten engaged to someone <laughs> I thought they were gonna I thought there was a chance that they were gonna hook up like I I really thought yeah that that they were gonna in Mexico was gonna happen and like be some secret because it was kind of like it was bad it was bad what happened it wasn't like oh we had this connection I was sad when things broke off but I'm glad we found the right people it was like yeah I would have done this for you. And she's like, I know you would have like, I, yeah, you would have gotten me what I wanted. Like, ugh. Oh my God. And, and let's not forget that Mallory also said, I'm not attracted to Sal. Yes. She said that was the first thing she said was the I- way she kissed him was 
such a red flag. That was the most awkward first meeting. So awkward. She was like, hey, how are you? Maybe second only to Kyle and Shayna, but. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But also like, yeah, she was so, yeah, I, I don't know. And. I get it. I would have gotten the ick from him too when he was wearing water shoes. I wouldn't have been like <laughs> fine with that. <laughs> I mean, it's just like I don't know what she was picturing. I mean, Sal is handsome, but yeah, like he's not she... tall. Like he's not big. Like I think it's because they were kind of like he's quite tiny. I think that yeah. that is probably what probably what did it for her because like. Jared has a very deep voice. You can tell that he's tall. Like you just know, like from the way that he talks, that he's tall. And I and feel like maybe you would say what your height is. Maybe, maybe you would. I also maybe would have not. been out on style with the singing. I don't. <laughs> my my best friend got engaged over the weekend, and and I was the whole weekend. I just kept going up to her, going, "My be, my fiance's hot luck, Beyonce." <laughs> My, I think one of my favorite parts of the reunion was when Nick Lachey was trying to bond with him as a musician. <laughs> Neither of you are really musicians, guys. Yeah, it's like, well, Sal, okay, like yeah. went to music Great school, conservatory, training. like did real training. Like Nick Lachey, like fake sang in 98 yeah. Degrees. He was in like the fifth worst boy band of the 90s. <laughs> Maybe maybe like eighth worth, actually, if I'm thinking about it. I'm pretty impressed with how he's remained relevant, though. It's really her pulling it, though. Like, he has no charisma on screen. No. And it's like, it's kind of like she really is the draw of, of the yeah. hosting duo. That's that's very true. It's true. Like, if it was just him, it would be a totally different vibe. Yeah. Not a good way. Um. Yeah, the whole singing thing was clearly just so put on. And the fact that she would just like break down weeping every time was just I would like... too, because I'd be so awkward. <laughs> You'd be like, I have to do something. Like, I want this to be over right now. <laughs> I wish Deanna was here because uh, I, I know she said this on the podcast once, but I think it bears repeating. <laughs> She's like, there's nothing more uncomfortable than someone like standing next to you and being like, can I read you one of my poems? <laughs> And then, like, making you stand there while they it read really, their 10-page poem they wrote you. about you. I think Deanna had a different New York experience where she was, like, a lot more people's muse than I've ever been. Yeah. So I think that I think that's kind of unique to her, but I can definitely understand, like, feeling yeah. I feeling mean, that. I, like, you know, I so it's been a while since I've like written any music for, for a while in my life. Mm-hmm. I like wrote a lot of music and when Patrick oh. and I met, I was performing a lot and like writing a lot of songs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And early on, he like asked me to sing some songs for him. And it was, I hated it. Like I it's hated so, it. It's so vulnerable in a way that like, I know that it takes a lot of bravery. Like I can't sing. So yeah. I can't, don't even know wanting to like whip that out in front of somebody, but just because it takes bravery, I can't, I can't if you're good I think it feels different like I think because he wasn't that good it was worse and the music was and the songs were bad (laughs) I mean it's just like putting his opera sticking his opera training voice into these like pseudo songs with ukulele was just like "Eh, this isn't it like when he sang not not connecting at like he wasn't even matching the the like Flow, like the the tempo with the ukulele he was playing no it was it was not good um when he sang with his roommate it was pretty good like because that was more that was like cute. where his voice actually is but 
Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Their whole thing was a total sham. I think it's a good point to bring up that maybe Sal was had was a little to blame with what was going on, but yeah. Like Mallory was totally like she's the definition of someone who gaslights someone in a relationship. Yeah, she definitely does. And I think her sister did the same thing to her. Like her sister <laughs> was so invalidating of her whole experience. Like I oh think off camera I would have been to my sister's like, Hey, this is kind of insane. Like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, I'm here for you. But her sister was like, How do you even know him? How do you like it was just oh, so like she was so dismissive? Mm-hmm. And I think reading between the lines, her parents were like, no, well, like we're not yeah, even going to show up for any of this. That like, was really, that's fucked too. I get like, yeah, I feel like she had some home life trauma that she didn't really talk about at all. Like, yeah, that would help us maybe understand her better. Like, like they did with Ayana, where I kind of like, I understood her insecurity because she talked about her yeah. like dramatic past. Yes. Um, and we didn't really get that for Mallory. We just got that she's like not a girl's girl. So I was kind of like, you know, we were out. <laughs> yeah. So Ayana and Jarrett, I feel like there's a lot of pain they're still processing through yeah. from the Mallory situation mm-hmm. and maybe some other things. Like Jarrett's when Jarrett's like <laughs> What? I didn't go out that much last week. I only went out three times. I'm like, I know. and she was what? home every time. Like, what? And it's not like, oh, I went out for dinner. It's like, oh, I'm out till like 3 a.m. Yeah, I went clubbing while my wife was just like sitting home alone. It's, it's bizarre. And, and I'm kind of like, I just wish I kind of would have been happy if Ayana had said no and they had just kept dating. Yeah, I think that they weren't ready to get married i i hope they make it because i think like yeah i do been through a lot but mm-hmm. i think they i hope they're in couples therapy because i think they also yes. I, I i have so many logistic questions for them like <laughs> how many people it's been a year right yeah so how many people in their lives were they allowed to tell that they were married for a year and like wow yeah because you can't wait it's been a year since it's been a year oh, they've wow. been married for a year both of them so it's like are they yeah are they allowed to tell their family or is it just people who are at the wedding? Are they allowed to post on social media about each other? And like, do they get a screener of it or did they have to wait a whole year to watch it? Because oh if God. I'm Ayana and I'm just hearing his side of the story where he thinks it wasn't that bad, what he said to Mallory. And then a year later watching this conversation, I'm like, I'm devastated. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Right. Like why did they wait so long to release the show? I don't know. That's, yeah, that's a really long time to have to like keep it under wraps in a more yeah. general way. Like, of course, their friends and family who were at the wedding knew. Yeah, but yeah. The, I that's a logistical question. I also have. I'm um, so curious about like, like people talk about the life on the show. I'm kind of like, no, but what happened after? Like, how did you keep the secret? Like, <laughs> I hope they do another follow up, like they did with the first season, where you just kind of get to. Yeah, see even more of the train wreck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so Kyle and Shayna. Oh my God. Um, I'm almost like can't be mad at Shayna because Kyle is so delusional. Like, yeah, he's really, I love that he got a breakup nose ring. I think that that's iconic. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it is iconic. <laughs> oh my and God. I think he's dating Deep D now. Okay, so yeah. That was do a bomb. Th- like, do- okay, so the fact that they 
I'm annoyed that they didn't show that they had a real connection in the pods. And not even as a flashback at the reunion. Like, because they... No. Because he said, I should have just proposed to Deepthi when I thought about it. It's like, wait, what? when did this happen? And they didn't show, like, you know, they met in Mexico, too, right after getting they, well, engaged. They probably, weren't, they probably weren't dicks about it, so it's not like... Yeah, not good TV. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're probably, like, too nice. <laughs> oh, Kyle actually wasn't there, though, because... Remember, Shayna left him on the first day of Mexico. No, but then he stayed. He went to that meetup. Oh, did he? Remember? Yeah, he <laughs> showed up and, and everyone's like, where's Shayna? And he's like, oh, we're figuring it out. And it's That's like, oh. That's so sad. He packed her bags and left in I the middle believe, of the night. I can't believe he came back from that 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 trip thinking that, like they were still engaged. I would take that I, if she broke up with me. I. It's still That's where the delusion comes in. Yeah, it's like, I think he was delusional. I think he thought she was hot and was like, oh, we can look past these like extremely large life differences and like differences in morality. And (laughs) it wasn't like a difference of religion. It was like the way that her family is religious and the fact that she didn't believe in evolution. (laughs) I just can't believe that you could marry someone. You're going to raise children with someone who doesn't believe in evolution. And no you're an a- and you're an atheist. And there's like no way she's vaccinated if she has a problem with evolution. <laughs> that is 100% true. Oh my god. But you I could see her being like totally contradictory in that way too, being Probably like, yeah, she did Because I'm about- sure they didn't let anyone on the show who wasn't vaccinated. But if they filmed um, a year ago was it I don't Oh, know if I guess like you didn't, it. Yeah, maybe they just tested a bunch. Yeah, I mean <sighs> I don't love Kyle, and so I don't love that him and Deep D might be together. I think she can do like a lot, a lot better than him. I don't think she. Should. People are like, I want her with Sal, and I'm kind of like, I just think she's too good for any of the men on the show. Like yeah. I, <laughs> yes. I would put her with someone like Rodney, like an absolute oh gem my from God. like who's gonna worship the ground that she walks on, not some like delusional freak who like oh my wanted to make gave his his mother's engagement ring to a woman who doesn't believe in evolution. Like I don't <laughs> I just think she deserves a lot better than that. They should put her on the beach this summer. I mean, Oh my God. If she just popped down on the beach, everyone would lose their minds. Uh, like the fact I'm like, I'm hearing from all these places, like the crossover thing is, re- I mean, I'm sure there's been discussions in batch nation producer land. Oh yeah. About her. Um, So, so there's that like, TikTok that's gone viral of Kyle like sort of showing like a woman in the background. Yeah. And there's like an article that was like, it looks like it could like a woman who looks like Deep D. And it's like, that's Deep D. Yeah. Like, he's, he's not going to show a random Indian woman and be like, oh, it's got Deep D. It's like, yeah. it is her. It's, it's, it's also her like, you can see enough of her face to it's be like, that's face. Deep D. It's her whole face. <laughs> Articles are so stupid with their the podcast who weekly talks about this all the time where they'll be yeah. like, he's allegedly kissing his wife in this picture. It's like he's kissing his wife. <laughs> You're looking at a picture. You don't have to throw it allegedly. Like <laughs> Yeah. I mean, if they're dating, like I hope that he there's clearly stuff we didn't see about Kyle yeah. that, you know, and and from what we know, Deepthi's an amazing person. So like yeah. hopefully it's all good, but like nothing has been confirmed, confirmed yet, right? 
No, I think that at this point, since the reunion came out, if they were dating, they'd be free to make a post. Like they'd be free to make a like Instagram post and confirm it. Yeah. I bet they're just like, I bet they're both kind of playing it up for like, yeah, for the press of it. Um, which like, I can't really blame them for because it's going to be so hot for one second and then just everyone's going to forget about them. Yeah, that's true. And, and if it's real, like it will last. Yeah. And if not, like, we'll definitely see Deep Thee somewhere again. I think oh, Kyle yeah. is, his time is maybe over. <laughs> yeah, she's the only one with staying power out of the whole group. Like, I think, yeah, the breakout stars of last season were Lauren and Cameron. And I think this season is just Deep Thee. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, so, okay. So what you said, the rumor that Shake wanted yeah. to humiliate her yeah he wanted to be I just yeah I think yeah he wanted to be the one to say no first and I don't know if maybe the person on reddit wrote he wanted to humiliate her maybe it it was more like he wanted to be the one to dump instead of doing the dumping because they they do switch like who's gonna say yeah yeah it's not always that the girl goes first or the guy goes first Mm -hmm. um but yeah I uh yeah, that's that's just the grossest thing, like to want to actually embarrass somebody. And I'm really glad that the producers just like let her dress up and look so gorgeous. Stunning. I mean, yeah. the outfit that she had on was was so beautiful. Like, yeah. And she just got to come out and just be like, I pick myself. And then he's like, yeah. I'm going to Nobu. Like, shut the fuck oh up. My God. And the way he's like, ah, you look hot. Like as she's walking up was gross. <sighs> I mean, he was definitely, I wouldn't be surprised if it was true because he was definitely giving like uh, an embarrassed energy kind of. So after. embarrassed. And like, you know, like she would have said yes if I had said yes. And I have reservations at Nobu and, you know, like, let's just celebrate and have a party. Yeah, the- let's have fun. Let's have fun. And everybody saw, everybody that was there saw through it. Everyone was like, everybody was cringing. Yeah, it's just like, for someone who was so concerned about his edit and mm-hmm. how he would look on this show, and he was clearly just like trying to de- create a storyline for himself that would yeah. be interesting. Like, he really wasn't thinking it through <laughs> he was so <laughs> reckless from from reckless. literally yeah from the jump to be asking women what they weigh oh my god to, and then like slightly fixing it for a second but then his first interview he's like no spark like it's just like so and i think he really thought that when he was having private conversations on the side to people yeah. that they weren't listening and i'm like did you not watch the show the whole show is is the private conversations if you're mic'd you're on yep yeah exactly like and you probably signed something that said we can use anything that in which you're mic'd like yeah and even the fact that the reunion where he's like off the record like it's like nothing's off the record you're you're on (laughs) mic like that's that's it I, i don't know he he yeah he's he's just a huge disappointment and like i'm kind of glad he's off instagram because maybe he's taking time to reflect and like I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't really usually believe in bullying, but I feel like he would benefit from being bullied just like a little bit. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, oh my God. Well, you know that like part of this, I'm pretty sure came from being bullied himself. I mean, he talked about how he 
was like a larger person at some point in his life too. Oh, I totally forgot about that. And Why is no sympathy for people at all? No, I mean, there's a lot of like internalized hate mm-hmm. on many levels that he has that he has not reflected on. And yeah. um, in any real, what's weird is that like he made it seem like he had reflected on it. So I think yeah. he thinks that he knows that like there's a possibility to think in this way, but like, mm-hmm. and I'm going to pretend like I am thinking in that way, but really at the end of the day, like you're attracted to someone or you're not. And like, yeah. it's not my fault, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, maybe it's not your fault, but it's also like, it's you're, it's just like, it doesn't warrant all the like terrible things you said about deep D. Yeah. And it becomes your fault if you refuse to do any reflection on it. Like if your reaction to it is initially because of bullying and because of all these things, then like I can be sympathetic to it, but like, how old is he? It's like 30, he was like 35, 30 something. Yeah. It's like, I can't even imagine the amount of relationships he's been in that he's gotten called out on. And and someone was like, you're being really careless. Like you're being really to me and he's refused to look inward. And so if it takes him like going on this show and having like, because if he's truly a narcissist, which he might be, yeah, it's going to take like public hatred of him to get him to like really change, if not yeah. for, like presentational purposes, like to to come out better. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, I was just stunned the whole time. He's one of the most like universally hated reality TV characters I've seen in a while because yeah, even like. On The Bachelor this season, mm-hmm. what's her name? Shayna. Shanae. Sh- is like, you, like people hate her, but there are some people who kind of love her too. Well, she's like very, she's very entertaining in the way that she does it. And like, she didn't, I do think there is like a gender dynamic at play where it's like, yeah, this guy was alone. Like, I think it's the, I think it's the intimacy of the relationship too. It's like, he was alone with her. Mm. and and spouting this awful shit at her that she gets from society already yeah and then shanae it's more like she's saying it she's in the minority in the group she's saying it to a large group of people she's immediately (laughs) getting shut down so it's kind of like yeah it's hilarious that she told the girls to practice their (laughs) exit speech (laughs) (laughs) yeah like it's easier yeah but like i haven't i haven't heard anyone who's or seen anything that's like even slightly sympathetic to Shake. Yeah. The most I saw was a TikTok where this girl was like, she posted the clip of Shake being like, yeah, we think that Kyle and Shanna stayed on the show longer just for fame. We're all thinking it. And everyone was so quick to be like, no, we weren't. No, we weren't. And she's like, I was thinking it. I was 100% <laughs> thinking about them. And I was like, he was right about them, but like not about everybody else. <laughs> yeah. But like the true thing there was like, well, you just outed yourself too. Yeah. Shay. 100%. Because you could have, when you weren't attracted to her in Mexico, yeah, you should have said like you tried to ignite that physical spark. It wasn't there, yeah, and you should have said no. But instead, you knew that it would be a big deal to have like you know this. They'd finally have an Indian wedding that's like not this like cookie yeah. cutter kind of wedding that they'd done before, and you knew that that would be a viral moment. Like even the like the like touching her feet, it's all just yes. played out to be it all reveals itself to be played out to be viral. Like yeah, nothing was sweet at all. No, and and it's like if he really knew how to play the game, because like he's a handsome guy. Like yeah. if he had a better personality, like he'd be hot, you know. Yeah. But he has such a terrible personality. It's so <laughs> awful. Like I saw a picture of him with his shirt off, and I was like, I didn't even notice he had a good body because I hated him so much. Like it couldn't <laughs> even like it couldn't even register to me. 
<laughs> no, and it's like, yeah, it's just like he's so despicable. It's like if you yeah. had even like and this is how we know he's a true narcissist is because mm-hmm. he couldn't even find like the better parts of himself truly no. to bring out. He it was all fake. It was all like for his whatever. Yeah. And it's he's not gonna come back from this, I no, don't think. I don't think I don't think there's a way to because he yeah, I mean, he really showed his true colors at the reunion and he clearly came in thinking he's the voice of the people and he's gonna keep it real, like and he just looked like an asshole. Like it's <laughs> He can't, he doesn't know what people are thinking because he can't empathize with people. Like he can't enter anybody's like yeah. thought process at all. Absolutely. Um, well, good and bad things for the South Asian community yeah. from the season <laughs> of Love is Blind. Um, but just overall, like it's been one of the more like fun things I've seen on TV in a while. Yeah. And I enjoyed the season a lot. I also think, you know, it's like true representation to have a villain, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's not this perfect, you know, picture, you know, idolized version of a South Asian man. It's like, you know, it's messy and there's going to be like racist people who are like, oh, they're probably all like this. But then you have deep D and it's kind of like, I think it nets good. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, it's just like you said, representation of any Mm -hmm. kind is going to like dispel common myths or preconceptions about like what a brown person is yeah and same for like the other uh non-white people on the cast like Mallory and Sal and Natalie like Mm -hmm. I think we got to see dimensions of their lives like through their families and through just how they connected with each other in ways that like hopefully dispels a lot of like negative stuff that um, people who are minorities in America often have to combat when it comes to like their everyday lives. So, um, all right. Well, I think this thing is going to kick us off. So maybe we will. (laughs) (laughs) Mary, thank you so much for your thoughtful commentary. And um, yeah, well, I guess, We'll have to just wait for the next season. The next one's coming. And I mean, Joe Millionaire ends next week. So if people <laughs> want, I'll come back to talk about it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is going to be on our main feed. But Mary and I on our Thirsty 30 uh, Patreon page have mm-hmm. been <laughs> we've been watching the train wreck that is Joe Millionaire. And it's almost over. We've almost gotten through. We're almost and- done. There's a lot to say. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're watching it too, maybe you want to join us yeah. here for our recaps. Um, but otherwise, thank you so much, Mary. It was thank really you. fun recapping yeah, really Love is time. Blind with you. Okay. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Family Karma Cast. Subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And support the podcast by becoming a subscriber to our Patreon page. When you do, you'll get access to our weekly Thirsty 30 Bravo TV and pop culture chats and more. Find out more at patreon.com slash with a K.